letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. Tuesday's WCCO All Local. I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include murder charges for a man who ran over a girl in Forest Lake, more reaction to the shooting of a Fargo police officer who is from Minnesota, and that Powerball jackpot grows. But we begin with a new third option for what to do with the third police precinct in Minneapolis. It's been nearly three years since the unrest that followed the murder of George Floyd outside the third precinct on Lake and Minnehaha. After announcing the results of a survey on public opinion, Mayor Fry says he is in strong support of this new option. This proposed location uh, at Century Plaza is just a few blocks outside the third precinct right next to 35W with quick access to the entire precinct itself. Uh, It gives us a good route, again, to provide officers with what they need in order to do their job and do it well. He says the timeline for moving the third precinct is late July 2024. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minneapolis City Council members are weighing in on now a third option for what to do with the third precinct three years after it burned during the unrest that followed the murder of George Floyd. The council heard details about a survey published where people were asked what they thought of rebuilding at the current site or building a new precinct a few blocks away. Those surveyed, though, were not asked about this third option that would move the third precinct to Century Plaza on the edge of downtown. Council member Robin Wansley responded to that news. It's very clear as a result of this process, we've doubled down on the harm that we've already created for so many working class people in our city, especially as it relates to public safety and specifically policing. Um, and it's unfortunate that uh, Mayor Fry's administration thought they could manufacture consent around something that our residents have advocated against for quite some time. No decision is expected today, but it could come as soon as Friday. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Murder charges filed against a man who say ran over a teenage girl over the weekend in Forest Lake. 20-year-old Dylan Simmons remains in the Washington County Jail where he was taken after surrendering to police not long after the collision happened. Witnesses say two groups of people were fighting in the area of West Broadway and Highway 61 before a car drove twice into the crowd, striking and killing 17-year-old Derisha Vath of Stacy, Minnesota. Police reportedly have video that captured the incident. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota native Jake Walleen is being remembered as investigators continue to look for information after the Fargo, North Dakota police officer was killed in the line of duty during a shootout on Friday. Jake Walleen had only just joined the department in April and was still in training when he responded to a traffic crash. That's when a man not involved started shooting. One witness saw him get a gun. Pulled it out of the trunk of one of the vehicles and started shooting as soon as the cops showed up. Walleen was killed. Two other officers were injured. The shooter was killed as well during the incident. A chilling reminder of the dangers that police officers face on the job. When you make a traffic stop and you stick your head in that car window, Chad, you have no idea what's in there. You don't know if that person has just committed some heinous crime and and is on the lam. You you just don't know. Former St. Cloud Police Chief Blair Anderson telling WCCO's Chad Hartman they are trained to be vigilant, but again, tragically this happened. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Minnesota veterans can look forward to more help if they were exposed to toxic chemicals in service. 
Senator Amy Klobuchar was joined by Secretary of Veterans Affairs Dennis McDonough highlighting new benefits available. The PACT Act increases VA health care and benefit eligibility for 3.5 million veterans. And it's important to know we focus on Iraq and Afghanistan because of the burn pits and the more recent nature of those illnesses. But McDonough says the bill expands to include vets exposed to Agent Orange during Vietnam. If you are suffering from hypertension, please come see us because your hypertension is now presumed to be connected to your service in Vietnam. They say it's important to get the information out there as August 9th is the deadline to get applications in to be covered. Still no arrests in the shooting death of a 15-year-old girl early yesterday in uptown Minneapolis. Police say Kamaya Amari Johnson of Minneapolis died of a gunshot wound to the chest. The shooting happened around 1.30 yesterday morning at the intersection of West 25th Street and Gerard Avenue in uptown. Attempts to revive her at the scene were unsuccessful. There was a memorial yesterday afternoon for the girl with her mother and grandmother among those who gathered at 25th and Girard. Al Shock, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Cleanup crews at the scene of a train derailment that happened last night in northeastern Minnesota. Officials with the St. Louis County Sheriff's Department says a Canadian national train left the tracks about six miles north of the town of Cook. Happened in a non-residential area. Nine cars derailed, four of them remaining upright. The other five turned over. Two of those cars were carrying hazardous material identified as liquid, uh, liquefied petroleum gas. There is no report of leaks or spills from any of the cars. Former United States Attorney for Minnesota Tom Heffelfinger is reacting to news that former President Donald Trump received a letter informing him he's the target of the Justice Department's investigation into efforts to undo the results of the 2020 presidential election. Heffelfinger, who spoke to WCCO's Chad Hartman, says it isn't an automatic, but it is a strong indicator that they have enough evidence to indict on probable cause. A very strong indication that the special prosecutor in this case has uh, collected enough evidence to establish probable cause to indict former president uh, would be unusual if indictment did not follow this. The president's team is already pushing back on the documents case saying, we don't have enough time. We need to push this back after the election. Tom, are they going to be able to push all these cases back after the election? Because the president, the former president, would love to do that, hope he wins, and then potentially uses presidential powers in ways to potentially dismiss these cases? In, in uh, summary, the answer is no. Uh, will he succeed on one or maybe two of the pending uh, charges in getting it kicked back? That, that's, that's always possible, but not, not all of them. I'm Steve Simpson. Job cuts are happening at Alina Health. In a statement, the company said that they've got 350 jobs on the line, but most are not care providers, but rather those in leadership and management positions. Citing industry-wide financial pressures as the reasoning for the cuts, Alina says they will offer severance, health benefits, and other resources. At the end of last year, Alina had more than 28,000 full and part-time employees operating 10 hospitals. Finally today, you didn't win the huge jackpot from last night's Powerball game. Tonight we have another life-changing jackpot for you. It is worth an estimated 922 
million. Good luck to you. But after Sam Arlen revealed the numbers, it was determined that once again, no single ticket matched all six Powerball numbers. That pushes the jackpot for tomorrow's drawing to a staggering $1 billion. Minnesota Lottery Director Adam Prock telling WCCO's Jason DeRussia that the swelling jackpots and increased play is good for the state. We contributed more than $150 million back to the state. 60% of it goes to the general fund. You know, that funds all the roads and bridges and schools and 40% goes to the Environment and Natural Resource Trust Fund. There hasn't been a winning ticket in the multi-state lottery game since April 19th. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830, WCCO.